We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Another episode. We've got AB. AB is also back after like brothers three, four episodes away. Uh, we're happy to have him back, and uh, that's the last positive thing we'll say today. This episode, we are going to get painful. We're going to talk misery. We're going to talk about our most miserable sports moments of our lives. Um, we're going to draft them, snake version, snake draft. Before we get into that. Fellas, how are you both doing? B-Turn, I'll start with you. Obviously, the, the reason we kind of are doing this is because this weekend was awful. Chiefs struggled, obviously. So how you doing? Where you at? How you, how you feeling? What's going on? Uh, doing okay. I'm honestly kind of excited to do this episode just because it's, I mean, it's depressing, but still be fun to debate and get into arguments about things. And I'm sure we'll talk about games that we've talked about hundreds of times on this episode, on this pod, so. Yeah, it's uh, AB. Wouldn't you kind of say this is like therapy a little bit? Just just talk that, it out. Exactly <laughs> what I was saying. It's gonna be very therapeutic to get it off your chest. Um, you know, things we talked about before, but we'll uh, well. But I think it's different with these though, is because I feel like we're we're getting personal and defending them ourselves. So it's like in a weird way, yeah, these games sucks, but it's like 
they sucked so much that we're going to try and spin them into why they sucked most for each of us individually. So. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got different feelings towards certain losses. It could be where you were at and you're at that stage in your life, how old were you, how old you were, where you were at, what your plans were, if you were going to win the game. Just tons of different things go into how much you were hurt after a loss. So uh, let's get into it. A.B., will you explain – the draft order because I don't want people to think I just took the number one pick tell them how we came to it and let's get going it was pretty random I just had a number in my head we went around each of them guessed Ryan was the first one to guess it right so we picked first Bryden was next he picked uh, number three he wanted that back to back saw him right in the middle of number two so Ryan myself and then Braden to uh, round out the list and we'll go snake so you know one yeah, degree and, and back the other way but Football season is now over. It might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, NHL, they're all in full swing. Um, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Uh, they got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Plus, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your best, and it's free to sign up. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online all right and as always shout out to our guys over at toppling goliath uh they've been great to us they got the best beer you can find we uh we talk a lot about miserable sports moments in this one and i can assure you that uh having a nice beer to cheer you up would help um they've got the uh world-class ipas barrel-aged stouts uh the dorothy's lager we've talked about it the pseudo sue all of them um they're currently running in 100-barrel brewing system, and uh, they're distributed in 27 states so uh, and internationally. So go check them out. Seriously, go to your liquor store. Um, ask them if they got Toppling Goliath. They probably do. They're the real deal. Go uh, go try your first Toppling Goliath. After taking the number one pick, I kind of started to regret it because we have experienced so much pain in sports. It's like, what's really the difference? So having that 3-4 <laughs> – Seems a little better than having one and six, but we'll get to it. Uh, I will go get us started with the number one pick, and I had to do it. I just have to. It's the one we talk about forever. KU Syracuse 2003. I simply couldn't pass it up. That game was – it was meant for that team to win a national title. Roy hadn't got one. Kirk, Nick – they hadn't got theirs yet. They've been to the Final Four the year before. They had just knocked off Duke, Arizona. Absolutely shit pump Marquette. It was it was the perfect story. The, the way the seniors were going to go out and Jerry McNamara happened. Carmelo Anthony happened. And it truly is just one of those you sit. It probably crosses every diehard KU fan's brain once a week, would you say? Would you guys agree? Maybe. <laughs> I certainly wasn't expecting that at number one, but I, I don't hate it. You weren't expecting that one at number one? No. Well, here, here's the thing. And like I kind of mentioned when we were getting started, like it's what's affected us personally the most as far as like games, mem like moments, whatever. And I just think I was too young to be devastated by that game. God, but I was so devastated. And you're, you're a little older than us, but I was like eight years old, nine years old. Yeah, I was in so like I cared, but yeah, it was like I definitely more heard about games. I know, and that's what I said before we started, like, age, everything factors into it. But when I just sat down and weighed my one versus two, because I think my two is probably one you're going to use, uh, we were just so close, so close to a national title. Like, and you sit back and you think about how much Kirk and Nick 
deserve that title. It's like just it's awful to think about. And it is truly a miserable memory of my childhood. And I just had to go with it because it and it still the fact that Roy never got a national title is just it kills me. He's got three does he have three at UNC? Three, four? Yep. Five, oh nine and what? Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. The year we also should have got one, which I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Um so yeah, B turn, what do you think? Is that a good number one? But yeah, when we talked about it before, I had a feeling that's where you're going with how you're talking. But I just remember like I know we were super young, but I just remember that feeling. I feel like that was like the first heartbreaking feeling of like me, my sports watching career. Yes. Um, and it just makes you watch the game multiple times again. Like I've watched that full game a couple of times and mm. and then all the shit we get for not winning more titles. It's just like that's you said McNamara, you said McNamara Mello happened, but another thing that happened was missing 18 free throws and losing by three. So 12 for 30 from the line. Yep. And literally if anyone besides Hakeem Ward goes flying at Michael Lee, that shot gets off. He's got the longest arms in the history of basketball and blocks that shot. So yeah, I'm with you with it when it comes to like it, the narrative around KU athletics or KU basketball program is that they don't have enough championships. So to be that close and to it simply to come down to free throws, sickening and will forever be the most miserable sports moment for me. Just that's my number one. I'm sticking. Are you guys, are you guys karma guys by chance? Like do you believe in karma big time or not? No, a little bit. No. Okay. I was going to, I was going to say, is it possible that if we just make our free throws in that game, maybe Memphis doesn't miss their free throws in 08 and it's just kind of a wash. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know, obviously, but. Yeah, no, I don't think that. I think we should have won both. So, yeah. okay. I think if we, um, if, if we would have went 16 for 30, we win. God. And that's still Bro. terrible. That's like 50%. This uh, is going to be an awful episode. Absolutely awful. But that's just. I feel like if, if we really wanted to, we could somehow make this episode like two hours long. Mm-hmm. We could <laughs> talk for an hour game. about every game that we bring up, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, all right, AB, you got a second pick. Let's go to you. I'll uh, I'll start with the one I thought you were going to go with. I'll go 2017 against Oregon. That was I mean, that was too. just that was set up for us to win a goddamn national title. And I know it wasn't <laughs> in the championship game, wasn't even the Final Four. You're playing 40 minutes away from your campus. You got the National Player of the Year. You got the number four overall pick who was playing like an All American at the time. You have Devontae Graham, who was an All-American the following year. That team was loaded. You're 10-point favorites at home against an Oregon team that was banged up, and you just no-show. And, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to get any arguments on that one when we talk about that game, probably more than we talk about the Syracuse game. But yeah. uh, that team, those guys, you know, you brought up Kirk and Nick. Talk, talk about guys that deserve its fucking title. Frank Mason. So, yep. And yep. Devontae. Final we four. ended up getting to a Final Four. But, you know, that one is one that I look back on definitely once a week and just think what the hell happened that night plus we were in like um, college age we were probably all watching in lawrence like it just at that age it's just a little bit different because you feel like you can relate to the guys plans and you're about their age and you know yeah i uh man i you're right i mean that's why i said before we started like the age thing is huge because yes as a what was i was i in college yeah i was in college i was in lawrence ready like the night was planned like we were like all right well when we win this game we're gonna go to mass celebrate like that's what you like losing that game was not even a possibility that team peaked at the perfect time they had just absolutely shit pumped purdue uh 
were everyone's favorite to win it all. And so, yeah, I mean, you're right. That one was my number two. I went back and forth with KU Syracuse. The reason I went Syracuse was because it was the actual national title. Who knows what happens in that final four? But yeah, it, they're both right there because it just, they had the teams, they had the guys you, you said, like they had the Frank who deserved it. And what made that one even more tough is we were the number one overall seed the year before and lost in the Elite Eight. We were back for our like redemption and it happened again it was just gross just a gross gross basketball game yeah and we we started you talked about our team but we started four guys that are on nba rosters with speed josh frank and Devonte. and like you said the purdue game like we were all worried about that game i thought second round against michigan state about a ton of talent we were kind of worried about that one they pull away like Purdue, we were worried about those big dudes, and then it's tied or close in the second half, and KU goes on this crazy run. And I think Josh Devontae and Frank combined for like 70 points, and we almost put up 100. And it just felt like it just felt like a title year after that game. It felt like I was almost celebrating a title, even though I know what can happen in March. Yeah. It, I would say, I don't know about you guys, but I think that and then there's another year um but I'm not going to say that year yet but I think that was the most blindly confident I'd ever been in the NCAA tournament like yes. we are pretty well like groomed to know that the NCAA tournament's going to cause pain and anything can happen but that year was different like that year just felt right I was confident like I would have gladly just guaranteed people we were going to win national title like I was that confident and so whew, that 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 was a stunning night um, I will go with the year you're talking about, I think 2011 VCU yeah. elite eight. It's just, I mean, 27, my 2017 might've been set up, but 2011 was just the ultimate setup. You played, what was it? Eight or nine seed Butler in the final four. If you win that game, eight seed Butler, three seed UConn. Yeah. And then the worst national title game of all time, it was like 50 to 40, but yeah, the twins, just their chemistry and how good they were together. And then it was a bunch of upperclassmen, too. Tyrell and Brady were seniors. Tyshawn was a junior. And just T-Rob off the bench, too. That's when T-Rob kind of got started. Um, it was just set up in BCU, one of the worst, one of the last teams to get in the field. People were, I remember people complaining about them even making a tournament and just went on a crazy run. And I think we shot, what, 11% from three that day. And March felt like... I think Markeith had nine, seven or nine turnovers, something like that. Like a big man turns the ball oh, over the yeah. times. Like it was just a fluky game. Like that team could play that game a hundred times. That'll be the worst performance they ever put up. Yeah. So, 11 seed VCU and started our hate for Shaka. But uh, yeah, just, I never remember, or I don't think I've ever felt so confident in a game. I was just like, there's no way we lose to these dudes. I don't know anyone on their team felt like just one of those fluky runs where they're going to run out of gas lead against number one seed and we just played like shit and they didn't miss yeah I uh AB was that was that in your top three that was my three so my top three have completely gone off the board was that there for you yeah um I probably personally would have that one above Syracuse just because of age and everything but I mean like you guys have already said, that thing was just set up for KU to win it. And it's really was. It's another one. And I, I think this goes with the Syracuse one too. Yeah, they were shocking. Yeah, they sucked in the moment. But it's also like shitty looking back on them because it just seems so easy to beat VCU, to beat Butler, to beat that UConn team and just have a title. To make four more free throws against Syracuse to have another title. 
Yeah. So I, it's Great. it's those those three. I think if we're talking KU, they they got to be top, like one, two, and three, right? I I think so. I'm sure people will be mad. That, like, there's going to be a ton of people that are like, "How are you not saying 97 Arizona?" But we just simply do not. Don't. Win. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, yeah, KU. If you talk about since 2000, those are for sure the three most painful games, and I don't see how anyone could disagree with that. I think there's some others that they might throw in there, but oh uh, yeah, I our our run to the freaking national title would have been nine seed Illinois, nine or eight seed Illinois. I can't remember a Bruce Weber coach team. We actually absolutely pumped them. Uh, Richmond, a 12 seed. Rich what? Richmond, what? what's that from is that a coach carter coach thing? carter yeah okay, I, I figured um mm-hmm. vcu 11 seed yeah and you guys said it butler and then uconn like that's the easiest run to a national title ever you've got two twins like how often do you get twins that are just monsters in college basketball they can shoot it they can do everything like the team was just built to win it all and it didn't happen so how how often do you get lottery pick twins yeah lottery they were so good together with a top five pick coming off the coming off the bench, who obviously was a monster the next year and the second best player in the country uh, in 2012, so just brutal. Um, all right, goes back to you, B turn. Hmm, this one's kind of tough because I feel like I'm almost running out of KU ones that really hurt. Um, so I'm gonna go with Chiefs. I'm gonna go. Uh, the AFC championship a couple of years ago, just the emotions of that game. Chiefs don't score the whole first half. And then fourth quarter, they put up 24 points, uh, take the lead. And then um, some dude, I forget his name, but he lined up off sides. <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs picked it off. And I've been to, maybe it was prisoner of the moment, but I've been to hundreds of Chiefs games. I've never heard Arrowhead so loud when Charverius Ward picked that ball off and everyone thought we were going to the Super Bowl, but just to watch Mahomes sit on the sideline in overtime and know that a coin toss kind of decided the game just hurt. And yeah, you knew, I mean, a lot of fans probably got over it, but just because Mahomes is so young and you knew they would play in so many more, but losing to Tom hurt. And I don't know, they were just so close and really, I really believe it came down to an offsides call. I don't really know how you could argue it. Yeah. I mean, this one definitely Ryan's probably not as hurt as about this one as we would be, but. That was going to be my next pick. Uh, it's just, you're that close. And it was something that we had never seen before. Like they hadn't been to a Super Bowl in our lifetimes, times two. Like it had been two of our lifetimes since they'd been to a Super Bowl. So seeing it come down to, I'm not going to say his name, being off, offsides by like a foot. Like, and who, like offsides is never called. Like no one lines up offsides. And it happened again in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't think this one mattered as much, but it's just, how are you lining up offsides? Like, the refs are even going to tell you if you're lined up offside. Just fucking look at the ball. And it had no, it had no impact on the play either, which even makes it worse. If he would have strip sacked Brady on that play, whatever, then like, okay, that you know, changes the play. <laughs> had nothing to do with it. It was the complete opposite side of the field. It's so brutal that the play he lined up offsides had to like be the, where he throws an interception. Like, mm-hmm. just the would have been his third of the game, by the way. Huh? Would have been his third of the game, by the way. Yeah. The snowball effect of what all just went down in that that 30 seconds or 15 seconds or whatever. It's just 
insane and the saying game of inches is pretty corny and not i would say very true most of the time but holy shit literally it was a game of freaking inches that prevented the chiefs from going to the super bowl but yeah, yeah. I, f- I figured that would be in your guys's list wasn't on mine but it even as me like not a diehard chiefs guy obviously cheer for him but i was at alehouse for that game and it was like the celebration that it took that place at least 15 to 20 seconds to realize what had happened because your TVs aren't loud. Like you're in a bar, you're, you're jumping around with your friends. You have no idea. Like that moment was just an all time horrible moment for chiefs fans. So. Yeah. And just with our history and stuff too, it just felt like we were still cursed, even though we had Mahomes. like, it just felt like maybe we we're going to get to these big games and still find a way to lose. And some calls go against us. Like, I mean, we talked before how many heartbreaking losses we've had, Colts, Titans, Steelers. It just felt like we were never going to get over the hump. But I don't know. It hurt. They were that close to playing in the Super Bowl and maybe winning it. And then I think it changes Mahomes' legacy a little bit for sure. Could be one of the GOATs, but, I mean, he's 0-2 against Tom, and one of those losses are probably because of an offsides call. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's, that's a, that's no, a good start. I'm depressed. There. Um. AB goes to you. Trying to play this strategically right now, and I'm trying to think of what you're going to pick. Um, <laughs> you got to go to you. Mm, okay. I'll go recency bias. So before we got on, I verified to make sure that this was called most like miserable sports moments, things that happen in sports, right? We can just verify that right now. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking COVID canceling the tournament last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, Damn you. that was almost like that crossed my mind as number one pick. Like, yeah, that was the worst day. <laughs> it was awful. Life. Getting, I, I remember I was doing yard work and I checked my phone and I texted from you guys that they just canceled the whole thing. And like, I, I feel like when it happened, we kind of had an idea that it was a possibility, but I mean, just go back a week before, like we had, like when we beat Texas tech, in that last game of the year. I remember not even, like, watching that game. It was kind of on his background just because I was like, this game doesn't matter. We've got bigger things to worry about in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then all of it, there has never been – well, not never. But it was the first time in, like, five years that there was, like, that big of a favorite going into the tournament, and it happened to be us. We were so damn good. And then seeing how bad we were two years ago and how bad we are this year, knowing a tournament ban still coming at some point, it yeah. just it fucking sucks. Plus, just think about, I mean, not to be selfish, but the pod success we would have had about you know a team winning a championship, going to a final four even. Yeah. But no, it just yeah. got ripped from under, just ripped right from under us. So yeah, I'll go with uh, COVID canceling the 2020 season. That's a great pick. I mean, it was in my top five. I was all. Were around. you gonna take it on this wraparound if I didn't? I wasn't sure because I thought it would slip away. I was going to take what I'm probably going to end up taking, but I, I thought that would maybe slip through the cracks because there isn't that like exact moment. There is kind of that exact moment, but it was, we all kind of saw it coming. It was like a, an NCAA tournament loss where you're down 20 to two to start the game. Like we mm-hmm. saw when the NBA got canceled, we knew it was happening, but I don't know. I, I wasn't sure if you guys would do it. I'm pissed. I mean, I, I couldn't have taken it one. That would have been crazy. But yeah, on my list, that's a that's a great pick. And yeah, you're right. Just the what's happened since then. We we stink this year. We'll, we won't play in the tournament next year. And when you relate it to the pod, I've said this before. We as a podcast will have witnessed potentially one NCAA tournament win 
by the time it is, what would that make the year? 2023. Our podcast started in 2019. And it might like be the earliest days of 2019. Yeah, it might be 2023. And this team has one NCAA tournament win. And that's assuming, I mean, that this team could very well lose in the NCAA tournament first round. And that's where I'm getting yeah. that stat. More than likely, we'll probably have two, three NCAA tournament wins, but just sickening. That oh, timeout, really. You, you think we're going to Sweet 16 this year? I'm saying we could. Not AV. I know you're you're all on this. Kansas is on the bubble. Kansas is not the anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. We won. We won last night. We won this last team night. has seven losses and they're bad, but they're to seven good teams. Like this team is fine. They can be. Oh, we can. We can play a two or three in the second round. Is the scary part. I know, and we could beat a three or a four. I to me, I think college. Basketball, we could also play. I think college basketball is two good. We teams. can play an eleven or a ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, guys. Losing the first round, but we could also make the Sweet 16. I'd put my money on Bill Self going to the Sweet 16 over losing in the first round. I don't want to be a dick about your argument here for um, us having seven losses, but all being to good teams. Uh, development just came in my head. We're going to play good teams in the tournament. Yeah, like we're not going to just we're not we don't get a 16 seed in the first round like normal. We've also beat good teams. I'm just saying, you acting like me thinking we're going to make a Sweet 16 is a crazy prediction is. I honestly think so, okay. but I'm just being. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm being. Oh, you know this me. is the worst team we've seen. The six seeds make the Sweet 16 every year, so it's. Yeah. I'm probably being dramatic. You know me. This I mean, is winning our next five. I. I damn near put. So and then we're, we're going to be a three or what? More than likely to be the lower seed in the second round, probably. I mean, what's the highest seed we can get at this point unless they just beat freaking Baylor or Texas and Tech? Like, beat Tech and one of Texas and Baylor. But, okay, if we win our next five, four, even four, eh, five, and then we're back in the top 15. We are in We are in conversation to – I'm sorry, not – Ryan, 24 hours ago you were Googling how to stop caring about sports. No, no, no. I you're talking yourself into a final not five. Four, I'm not saying we'll win at Texas. I'm saying we'll beat Iowa State. Iowa State again, K-State, and Texas Tech. I truly think we're going to win all four of those games. So by the end of that run, we are back in the top 15. Am I right? I just can't get Tech. We're 17-7. and We're tied for second in the Big 12 at that point. We would be hunting for a three or a four seed. What's our best win in that stretch? Oklahoma State probably won't be ranked at that point. Tech might not be ranked at that point. So then we just beat five unranked teams in a row, three of which are like some of the worst teams in Power Five. Tech's ranked seventh. Who are they losing to? Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, never mind then. I'm just saying, we have a good resume and we are off on a tangent here. And we yeah. Um, I just want to say that there's probably no worse feeling than not knowing like what could have happened. Like, I think we've said, I'd rather just freaking lose. Like, mm-hmm. lose on a buzzer beater that you can't even control. Like, I don't know. It's just but, yeah, we'll never back, know, obviously. And I go, go back ahead. and forth because isn't it kind of fun to be able to be like, well, we would have won the Natty in 2020. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. To be I, able I to like, tell okay, K-State sure. fans that, to like chirp you, be like, well, well we have three Natties, but we would have won in 2020. So, yeah. I mean, we printed shirts. Like, that was fun. So, it was a lot different heartbreak. We still were able to kind of have some fun with it. and But – but it also just wiped out March Madness in general. Which yeah, 
yeah. all three of our ones a year. Missing that whole experience. Yeah. Betting yeah. on every game on Thursday, Friday. And mm-hmm. we just, like we say, college basketball is super down. And we had one of the best defenses in college basketball history. I mean, <laughs> and Udoka, I don't see, I, I really think Doka was the best player in the country over the last month. And he was on a mission to see his moms. And Devon was playing super well. No one hated Marcus Garrett at that point. <laughs> Which, Marcus Garrett has been great the last week. I just want to throw that out there. We might talk KU Oklahoma State here later. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Just that whole situation was so messed up. Only Kansas would choose to have their best year in a decade and uh, have the tournament get canceled. So, that was brutal. Good pick, A.B. We'll go to me. Thanks, sweetie. This is uh, this is tough because I don't I don't know where everyone will hold on this or stand on this, but to me, KU Michigan 2013 is just the most enraging. Like VCU Oregon, those games hurt. They hurt bad. They were just mm-hmm. they made you sad. They made you curl up in a ball. Never want to turn on your TV ever again. KU Michigan was like, I want to punch windows. I want to break things right now because that game was over. The game was won. We had a lottery pick. We had the best shot blocker, the best defender in the country. We were probably going to go to the Final Four because that Florida team we would have played was not very good. I mean, they were good, but when this team was playing good, we would have beat them. And so we blow a lead like that in the Sweet 16 when everything was clicking. We had just dominated the second half against North Carolina. We had just beat Roy in Kansas city. Like it was, everything was going right. And to just have a two minute stretch where your point guard completely implodes and blows the game and then have a guy hit one of the most absurd contested jumpers in college basketball history. Just awful. I mean, that game, when I think of just horrible moments and horrible feelings after a loss, that game is right up there with those other games we've already mentioned. It was yeah, like you really said, they bad. played so well for 38 minutes. They played yeah, so well for 38 down. minutes, and then it's just one of it's like you couldn't believe what just happened, like them not missing anything and Elijah walking the ball up and just every it just couldn't have went worse for us late in that game at all. And that's another team you fall in love with because you have a bunch of upperclassmen and a lottery pick that was so exciting, Penny Mac and. Oh, just another final four we should have had. Yeah. A.B., what were you saying? No, I mean, just echoing what you guys are saying pretty much. But, uh, like, again, with the age thing, I remember I was a senior in high school getting ready to go to KU. So, like, at that point, it, like, it's starting to mean a little bit more as far as personally. You feel a little bit closer to it. Like, you know, it's you're, you're still new to driving around, so you're driving to games by yourself and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that one, that one hurt. And then one more last quick shout out to Bet Online. Again, we talk about them all the time, talk about them earlier. Um, football's over, but seriously, go bet NBA, college basketball, NHL. You can bet awards, TV shows, reality TV, anything you want. If you go sign up over their website or mobile device, uh, sign up today, you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So go do that. Uh, go use Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Uh, I don't know. That was tough for me. I wasn't sure I wanted to go with it. I'm going to be, I get next pick, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be strategic here because I know this one's on your guys' list. Uh, (laughs) But it's also on my list. Royals game seven. (laughs) Yeah. Giants. Madison Baumgartner. 
that game in in the end of that game makes it hurt even worse. The fact that Alex Gordon was free, like for a split second, we thought we were going to tie the game with an inside the park home run in game seven of the World Series. And then for him to not go, which fine, I think it was the right call to not send him. And then to have Salvi come up and pop out like that was just, it hurt because one, kind of like what you said with the loss of the Patriots and Pat, like, we just hadn't been there in so long, especially guys like us. We had never seen the Royals be even remotely close to good. And to get there, get so close, and to think maybe we'll never be back. Granted, it turned out great the following year, but like to think after that game, like, will we ever be in this position ever again? That game hurt. I don't know. Was that was that on your guys' list? Yeah, I was contemplating taking it next. Um, yeah, I think – it, that whole postseason run was like kind of random too. Like we know we were better than we had ever been in our lifetimes as far as the Royals, because we had never been in the playoffs before since 85. Um, so it was like running the table in the postseason up until game one of the World Series, just thinking, oh, this shit's so easy. We're going to fucking win this thing in five, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And like, just crucial, well, let's do this every year. And it was just, it was so random, but it was so... Um, exciting like I, I always say this I had more fun in the 2014 Royals run than the 2015 one even though we won the World Series 2015 one was like it was almost like so much pressure like at that point it was mm-hmm. like now you have to do it 2014 mm-hmm. it was just like the new fling your new girl like you're just having a yeah. blast with your new girlfriend 2015 mm-hmm. you were like all right we got to do it because this truly is our last chance for a while so figure it out win it we almost lost to Houston like that was just way more stressful 2014 like the A's like it was just storybook it was like a movie with a sad ending and it just that's not how life's supposed to work you're supposed to have a happy ending to the movie so yeah that one hurts uh and yeah that I'll never forget that feeling of like Alex Gordon rounding the bases in first split second thinking we were going to tie the game like that like uh yeah yeah that whole postseason was crazy the I mean the wild card game was one of the best sporting events ever and then they sweep the Angels and Baltimore yeah. And then, yeah, that when Gordo hit that to center, center fielder misses it, left fielder comes over to grab it, drops it. It's like he thought he was going to score. He's stumbling around the bases. But, yeah, when – I don't know how – and then Jordano in game six, when they blew them out, it just felt like they're at home. They're going to find a way to win game seven. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how you guys felt, but when Bumgarner came out of the bullpen in game seven, I was just like – I. Like, it wasn't like, we're finally going to hit this dude. I was like, this dude's shutting us down. That's just how it went. Yeah. That whole series, he was unreal. Unstoppable. Yeah. Tough. Oh, okay. Who go to? So go to UAB? Yeah, and I'm torn because there's one that I feel like should have already been taken um, that I might go with. But there's one that I – it's very close to me and probably Braden too. Uh <laughs> shit man uh give me uh just because of where it happened at in the season how close we actually were give me and the fact that it'll never happen again i know with ku basketball there's going to be more chances to win championships 2007 in november at arrowhead ku losing to mizzou um maybe not the sexiest pick but (laughs) ku football is never going to get that close to a national championship again like people forget we win that game we're number one in the country think about ku football with the number one next to them I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying we beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship, but just the fact that we could have been number one at one point. Like, I know you guys are both friends with K-State fans. They talk about that Baylor loss all the time. 
Yeah. And it's like, man, it was just, it was such a, again, random season and something that we'll never see again. We haven't really been good since then. So I'll go KU Mizzou Arrowhead 2007. That we don't. If we don't get in the BCS, if we don't get in the BCS bowl, though, how much do we talk about that game? Oh, so much. Because yeah, you're right. There is some like there is some happy ending to that winning the Orange Bowl, but man, just being so close to a national championship and something that you know you'll never get close to again is called game day. Yeah, insane. Yeah, that's that's just a really. I mean, it's obviously horrible. Like just the image of Todd with the freaking turf and sod reason. Yeah, just like uh at the moment it was horrible because yeah it felt like yeah we blew our chance like this is our moment and it obviously turned out better for us than it did anybody but that in the moment it was it was horrible but yeah I couldn't take it just because of how how well it turned out for that team it ended up being the best football memory ever but uh yeah in the moment it's a good pick not your best pick that's a decent All right, pick. Oh, here's yeah I couldn't let it get away and I, I just didn't want to go three straight KU hoops yeah, was that on your? Were you gonna take that at all? No, I just we talked about it before. I don't. That's an. I don't remember that game a whole lot. I just know we started off so slow, and it obviously sucked because that was our biggest rival ever. But and that everyone was talking about how weak our schedule was that year too. So it's like we finally played a good team and didn't get the job done. But I mean, it would have been fun just to see what could have happened against OU because our roster really did have some studs. Like, it's not like it was a fluke. I mean, you had you had uh, NFL cornerbacks, some NFL receivers, and then, I mean, probably the be- I mean, the best quarterback in KU history. So, and we were well coached. Yeah. Like, it, if they, it's compete, just... if they compete with OU, then that would have been exciting itself. And we still probably would have gotten to a BCS game no matter what because that would have been our only loss to a really good team would there be any chance that we could have stayed in the national championship picture even like a close loss to OU because like think back how random like LSU won the title with two losses OU lost everyone was uh, losing OU lost to K-State in 03 and made it yeah so it's like we would have been we were the only we would have been the only undefeated team left I think because I don't think Ohio State was unbeaten yeah, what if we lose like a game-winning field goal to you? Right. Then it's like, okay, well, this team has one loss. They lost to another top ten team. They have a win against the top five team. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It, I just that like, pick no, is strictly like, because it's never going to happen again. Like, we will quite literally never see that again. Like, I can say that 100 percent confidence. If we're talking Chiefs losses, there's never. a chance. I mean, we're going to go back to the Super Bowl again next year. Right. If we're talking KU basketball losses, we're going to get it figured out. Like we're going to have, we're going to win championships in our lifetime. Fingers crossed. Assuming we have like years of health ahead of us. Like all these losses we're going to bring up, like we're going to have other chances. This one we just won't. It was effectively the end of the KU football program that year. Yeah. I actually have a game on my list that I think was the end of the KU football program. Uh, I was close to taking that. I'm not sure I'll get to it, but. Uh, it it's on my list, but yeah, it's a good pick. Oh, losing your rival when you're best team ever, it 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 does hurt. Um, B turn on to you. Um, <laughs> you guys might make fun of this one. I know it hurts AB, but it's like it's definitely just a personal one for me. Um, because I was at the game and it was I think 2013 was it AB. 2013 season, but early 2014 yeah. on the calendar. 
And I mean, our whole lives, obviously watching Chiefs football, we hadn't seen a playoff win in our whole lives. Um, Colts, Chiefs, and Indy. <laughs> They're up four touchdowns in the third quarter. 38-10. 38-10, dude. Um, I was there in Indy, snowstorm. And it was just like, it was basically like you're celebrating the, like it's the first time we've ever seen the Chiefs win a playoff game. The last one was 93. We were born in 94. It was like the whole stadium just doing the tomahawk chop, celebrating the first playoff win of my life at least and something they hadn't done in 20 years. And you're up four touchdowns, 38-10, and just everything in the world went wrong. They lose, I think it was 45-44, but, and it's like, it was a divisional round game. So it's like, or it was wild card weekend actually. And so it wasn't a huge game at all, but just me being there and there was a snowstorm after the game that we had to leave or we would have been snowed in Indy for a couple of days. And my uncle's stopping on the side of the road to scrape ice off, get home at like five in the morning, wake up, go to Allen Fieldhouse at like 11. <laughs> KU, KU loses that Sunday to San Diego state with Wiggins. So yeah, it was not a great 48 hours. We drove all the way out there and, I mean, the game was over, but yeah, that one just hurt me personally. Like, hadn't seen him win a playoff game and being there sucked. If anyone has shit to say about that pick, I'll fight him. I'll defend that pick to the death. That that sucked. <laughs> that was genuinely made like made me miserable. Still does sometimes, but now that we've won a little bit, like it doesn't hurt me as much now. But in the moment, and for like five or six years after, it's all I thought about when watching the Chiefs. I mean, blown leads are just so fr- because you think about just how any simple thing goes different you win the game like the margin of error to win that game was so small all they had to do was just do one less bad thing and they win and it's like even like like the luck too if the andrew luck fumble bounces the other direction it's our ball he doesn't run it in for or i guess he didn't fumble it but he picked it up and ran it in yeah it just it's just so stupid how that happened. <laughs> the fact that he picked it up and scored was the funny. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he recovers it at the f- – have you ever seen a quarterback recover a fumble and score a touchdown? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe in the end zone. I guess Marcus Mariota caught his own pass and then threw one. That was cool. Or ran in, I guess. That might have to be my next pick. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> it uh, yeah, I mean – that's tough. I, I knew I thought that would be AB. I knew AB has been tweeting 38 to 10 just like jokes for years. Not jokes, but like genuinely, it, you can tell it. It has an impact on your life. Like it, I think AB's personality was impacted by that. He's just a little bit sad because of 38 to 10. So thought yeah. AB would take it. I mean, sure he took it. Yeah, that was that was the start of it all, babe. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh b turn to you again um i know we've kind of gotten over this loss a little more but it's another like heat of the moment like me personally just because sharon was i'd still say he's my favorite jayhawk and i thought this was the most early i mean you can definitely make the case it's one of the most talented at least all around rosters we've ever had um you and i in 2010 just felt like i mean they lost what two games all year before that yeah, and to lose to that team, guys who never made threes in their career hitting threes, and another game where we can't hit anything, and without us knowing, I mean, when we were in 2010, without us knowing all the chemistry issues on that team, like that one just stung. Just it felt like a year they'd win it all to me, at least. And like 
that I would say that moment, like that span of Kansas basketball, 2007 to 2010, we were kind of like on top of the basketball world because 07, we were stacked one seed, go to the Elite Eight, but we bring everyone back. 08, we win it all. 09, we're not really that good, but we have that lovable team that gets really good as the season goes on. We overachieve, we go to the Sweet 16, should have won in the Sweet 16. And then 2010, we're by far the best team all year. Obama's picking us to win the national title. Like everyone, I don't know, I feel like we were kind of getting rid of the choking label that we obviously got in the 90s and 2000s, but felt like we were kind of getting away from it. And then Northern Iowa happened and we were like, oh, like, yeah, this is what Kansas basketball does. They reel you in, they get you just deeply in love with their teams and then just stab you in the heart. Like that game in Northern Iowa just made it in the Farouk Manesh shot. Just everything about that game was just gross. And I don't know, AB, was that uh was that on your it was on my list i think it was probably my next pick so that hurts it that yeah hurts. i i was bouncing back and forth um when i took that KU mizzou game 38 10 this northern Iowa one was also up there when i kept saying i don't want to take another ku hoops one yeah. uh, that was the one i was thinking of so i mean it's i, I didn't add, think it'd fall to the fourth round i think that's a lot of value taking that one because i think there's a good portion of the fan base especially people our age that would say that that's like their like least favorite loss that we've ever had I think for people that are a little younger than us, that's like their first moment of like seeing a national championship slip away. Like we saw mm -hmm. Syracuse. Uh, that mo some people that don't remember Syracuse, like Northern Iowa is their first memory of just pure, pure March heartbreak. And like we're good enough, but we, yeah. And it's like B turn said, Sharon was the most loved Jayhawk maybe ever one of the most loved Jayhawks ever and to just all you, you weren't even ready to accept that his career had ended because like senior night happens you're sad but you're like all right he's going out on top like we're going to natty like and then all of a sudden you just sit down and it hits you that one we lost and two you just sit there and you're like holy shit like Sharon's career is over Cole Aldridge's career is over like that uh that one did hurt I don't know why that one slips down the list for me behind like Oregon VCU and those but it does but then you start to talk I'll, about it again I think I can tell you why well it just happened too early in yeah. the tournament yeah that's true because like I I think that team cakewalks to a final four if they win that game but at the end of the day they still have two more good teams to beat to get to a final four and then two more to win a championship when you look at like VCU or um but that's really I mean the only difference to me yeah and I think honestly our conversations with players like we've said this before Tyshawn Sharon like those dudes have all said that yeah that team's chemistry wasn't like they don't I don't yeah, know if those up. guys think they were going to win the Natty like Tyshawn seems way more like he thinks 2011 should have won it all he never really says 2010 was by far going to easily win it all so I think that's kind of impacted it too but either way when you just look at that loss on paper it's horrible that team was not I don't even know what we were favored by in that game had to be double digits right uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, have to be. That team was just too good to lose in the first weekend. Like, it's crazy. you wish you could have seen them play at least another game and make it to the, see what they could do. Like that team, they lost what two games in two two games in the regular season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they beat they beat a really good K State team on the road and then beat them again in Big Twelve Championship. Yeah. So okay. AB, we're going back to you. Where are we at? How many picks have we taken? This is round four, four pick two. 
So, and so I've got this one. You've got two. I've got one. Brayden's got one. Okay. Cool. All right. On the if that makes. I mean, I just went in order of picks. I'm curious how you guys will take this one. It's not a game. It's not even really an event. <laughs> But I've got my lawyer boots on ready to argue this one because I think this one can hurt every single child that has ever lived, regardless of who they root for, as long as they're a sports fan. I've got the day that you realize that you will never be a professional athlete. Because every kid growing up, (laughs) every kid growing up, they're outside shooting hoops, they're playing baseball, they're like this is gonna be my fucking job one day man i'm gonna make millions i'm gonna every every fucking kid on earth thought about that and then you just have that day where you wake up you're like man this is a hobby this is just for fun i might play through high school maybe get lucky and play in college but there's no way i'm gonna make money playing the sport so for me i know i don't know if you're laughing because you hate it or you're laughing because it's so off the board but that's my pick the day that i realized that i'll never be a professional athlete i can't believe those are the words that came out of your mouth (laughs) I honestly thought, I'm not even going to say what I thought you were going to say. I thought it was going to be related to like a tragic sports moment or something like a death or I don't know. Not what I expected at all. I'm dying at the fact that like, is there a day where little Tony backs just (laughs) was sitting in a recliner in his house and just came to the realization, like, I'm never going to be in that. Like, I don't remember a moment where I Ryan, not only was there a day for me, there was a day for you, and there was a day for Braden, and there was a day for my roommates upstairs. There was a day for the kid next door. There's the day so, for everyone. I it's in Moneyball. Specific everyone realizes or... they're too old to play the, the kid's game. Everyone realizes, whether you're 12, I mean, whether you're 42. There's got to be kids that never played a sport in their life. That's fine. Then every kid that ever wanted to play sports <laughs> or played sports. Because you, so you guys can't look me in the eye. I'm going to ask both of you with your names. Braden Turner. When you were younger, did you want to play professional basketball growing up? At some yeah. point when you were a kid. Ryan, did yeah. you want to play professional basketball? I used to tell people that I was going to play professional basketball and baseball at the same time. Like, I was convinced of it. Yeah. Every single kid thought at some point they were going to be good enough to fucking be on ESPN. How old were you when you realized you weren't? Like, 21? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say way older than I should have been, but it, I don't know. Uh, no, I, like I we mean, can still do it. it yeah. yeah, true. It, it's true. Sure. It's an interesting pick. I, I like the creativity because it, I mean, it does suck when there is like, yeah, I will say you're right. When you start to realize like my life's not going to be that cool. Like I'm, no. I'm a pretty normal. You, you're like, you go, it's just, and it happens so quick. You're like, man, my dad's been working in an office, but I'm going to be fucking working on a court and making millions of dollars per second to play a damn game. And then you wake up and you're like, God, I got to wake up at like, 6 30 in the morning to shower and go in an office for eight hours and then come home with my measurable mortgage and feed my kids and it's just like you know it's a tough realization and maybe <laughs> you guys don't I, I don't have a specific moment like in my mind where I remember it happening but I know it happened <laughs> I mean I like it I like the pick. only you could think of this really mm-hmm. I like the pick mm-hmm. we said to get creative so shout out to AB um and look I'll say it now I'm pandering 100% with that one because every everyone that sees this graphic is going to be able to relate to that. True, <laughs> that's true. You're telling me uh, Ryan Reinhardt couldn't have made it to the tour. Man, hey, by the way, golf is not out of play. Like you can, there you go. Could have made it on the tour in your 30s. If I quit my job and just dedicated my entire life, I might make the Web.com tour and still never make the PGA tour, but I could try. 
The dream is not technically dead like it is. It's deep. not. You're young, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to me. Uh, so this is my fourth pick, right? Yes. Man, this is getting hard, but I, B-Turn, your explanation for the 38-10 game really hit home with me because you do have to factor in the process after, whether it's leaving an arena, whether it's where you're at, if you're out with friends, like, you know, you've been at places where the loss hurts and you're out at a bar and you just want to go home, your night's ruined. But this one, 2018 Villanova Final Four, I was there. B-Turn, I think you were there too. I had the worst seat in the house. Not the worst seat, but I was high up. I'm in fresh out of college, don't have that much money. Like, we just went, we made it happen. We went, figured why not. And to literally never have a chance to win that game, at all not one second did we have a chance to win that game the game was over two minutes in uh that one hurts and the thing that makes it worse is yeah waking up that next morning early and driving nine hours back home uh just horrible and that game i mean it's the most you're on the big stage you're just getting embarrassed over and over again threes keep going in and so that one i wouldn't say that one left me the most like sad or hurt but it was just like just sucked so much to drive all that way and just to get absolutely slaughtered the way we did. Um, so yeah, I'll go there. Anyone was that on anyone else's list? I thought about Maybe. It, how, like you said, it was never a game, but I mean, I was there and seeing Devonte is another fan favorite too. Like we talked about Sharon, like seeing him leave the court crying on bill really hurt, but yeah, I mean, Final Fours, it's kind of – I mean, there's probably been some teams that didn't think they had a chance, but when you travel to the Final Four, you basically assume your team's going to end up playing in the championship just because you're a homer, that's your favorite team. Like, Loyola is probably like, we're on fire, we're going to beat Michigan. Michigan thought they'd make it, us, Nova. Like, so I had championship tickets. Like, you just go expecting that your team's going to win it because you're on a high first off from making the Final Four. But, yeah, I remember after the Loyola game, I was like, Mom – we got to go down, get better seats. Like I had the worst seats possible top row, like way in the back. I was like, we got to go get better seats. So we went down, literally bought tickets for the next game. Like they were offering, like we spent like 200 each just to be closer. And then just watched us get thrashed, give up a hundred. I mean, yeah. Just not even being able to cheer. Like we didn't cheer the entire game because even when we did make some shots, it didn't matter. The game was over. Like we were just so overmatched and it it helps that we weren't, I mean, we probably weren't going to beat that team anyways. They were good, but that sucked. Yeah. So. And it was the championship game essentially. Felt like it. Yeah. I mean, that was. Yeah. I don't, I certainly don't hate it. Final four is tough to get to. So when you get to it, you got kind of want to. Go as far as you can. Oh, man. I will tell you this. I'm not ready for my next pick at all. I've got a list (laughs) of, uh, I don't know, AB kind of already took a creative one. I think I'm going to stay lame. Um, But KU Bucknell. There we go. It seems like yeah, oh brother Ryan just lost the draft, right? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I might when you look <laughs> at it on paper. When you look at it on paper, but like that was my first experience as a kid of early NCAA tournament loss. Like 
with the year first year I really got into KU hoops where I was old enough to fully understand what was going on. Oh, two final four, Oh three national title. Oh four. We are uh, freaking in the elite eight. And then the Oh five, you got miles Langford, Simeon. They're all seniors. You're thinking, all right, these dudes have been here. They've done it. They're going to make a little run and to just lose to Bucknell and have Wayne Simeon get an incredible look to win the game. And for it's not it his Leitner moment, dude. It was in that team. I mean, it, it's not as much about the fact that that team was going to go win a natty or anything. It was just like, it felt like KU basketball was like crumbling because you're losing everybody. You have a new coach who you're not sold on yet. He hasn't really proven that he was for sure going to be like he is now. So I don't know. I just remember thinking like, holy shit, we're not going to be ranked next year. We just lost our four guys that I've grown up playing. It was the first time I've seen dudes that like watched their entire career leave. I don't know. I hate, it was, it was low on my list and I just went with it. But when I really think about what I felt when that Simeon shot came up short, it it was pretty miserable. So I think it belongs. I'll make an argument for you. As far as people around our age, it was the first time I realized how hard it was to win in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, exactly. I think, so 2002, Final Four. 2003, losing the championship. 04, losing overtime game in the Elite Eight. Yeah. And like, then you just go in and you're like, okay, well, we have one of the best players in the country and you lose just randomly against a team we've never heard of. Yeah, it's like – I'll give you that. Yeah, it was, it was a – it's purely like our age. Like, we didn't understand it yet. Like, right now, this team goes and loses to a 13 seed. Like, or 14 seed. We're going to be like – well, okay, I'd be pretty gutted if this team lost a 15 seed, but like, yeah, because for us to get to a three, we're gonna have to get hot. I wouldn't you know, be as shocked conference. as I was then. Like, as a fourth grader, I was absolutely stunned that we lost to Bucknell, and it just opened up the floodgates for KU choking. People still, you followed up the next year with Bradley and the Killer Bees. Like, it's been a joke forever. Uh, <laughs> Just, yeah, I don't know. I don't love the pick. I kind of wish I would have got creative, but AB, your little your little league one, we, we can talk about some we didn't use later, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'll roll with that um, and uh, leave it to you guys. Yeah, I don't, uh, with that, I feel like my first memories of KU basketball are 0-2 against Maryland and the Final Four. So Keith's on that team, Simeon, so it's like, because I don't remember anything before 0-2, I don't think, really. I'm with you. So it's like you you watched Keith and Wayne Simeon and Miles and them their whole career and like AB said they went deep in the tournament final four title game elite eight where they could have won made another final four like that that really was heartbreaking like not to be dramatic but I cried like a fucking baby after we lost the book now like being a kid on the couch and like absolutely I was on a <laughs> ski trip with my grandpa during that game and I remember because it was a pretty late game wasn't it was it like the last one of the slate yeah and I remember playing hooky from going skiing the next day because I was so sad about KU losing I do remember that (laughs) it sucked at the time like now it doesn't feel that bad but at the time and what our age was it hurt badly 10 or 11 years old yeah I've talked myself into the pick I like the pick I I have kind of as well I don't yeah imagine how much like us little kids love those players too. Like we exactly. freaking is Wayne Simeon, Miles, Lankford, and then that's our last game. And, and then we, I don't know. We had no idea what the like obviously Chalmers and then turned out great, but we had no idea what <laughs> wait, did they come the next year? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's like we there was so much unknown. You had no idea. Rush wasn't signed then. He was late. Like you just didn't know what the future of Kansas basketball looked like. So yeah, that was uh that was brutal. Plus Bucknell, Keith Langford was hurt. Like you didn't get his full, like I don't know. It just felt like that was not how that, like I said, Kirk and Frank, all those dudes is not how their careers deserved to end. So yeah. I, uh, I I like that we talked through it because I feel a lot better about it. Right when it left my lips, I thought it was a bad pick, and I'm finishing feeling good about my list. AB, we'll send it to you. Um, I'm bouncing back and forth. One's local, one's global. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll do Kobe Bryant dying. Oh my, that's what I thought you were gonna say last time. That. It legitimately broke Twitter, first of all. Like, that's how big of a fucking story it was. But talk about, like, sudden shocking news to hear. And it's the definition of sad and miserable. Just, yeah. like, everyone was upset. And that thing, it's still happening. Like, people still talk about that all the time. That, I mean, NBA games were canceled. They were fucking, it, it was an absolutely, like, jarring experience. And there's really not much else to add to it, but. Yeah, Kobe Bryant dying was a fucking awful day. Yeah, I mean, that was our childhood. Yeah. Like, growing up on those dudes, like him, AI, Shaq, all those dudes, McGrady. Mm-hmm. It's like so many – imagine how many of us had Kobe jerseys and, like, Kobe shoes and just, like, idolizing him, throwing shit in the trash can, saying his name. Like, right. And the fact that his daughter was in there with him and yeah. <laughs> all the false reports of, like, who was in the plane. Like, it was such a wild day. I remember driving – I was driving home from Pitt and I like pulled over just to like look and stuff. It's just like, it's like the biggest sports figure we've lost. I feel like that was like a part of us almost like older guys like have died and stuff like that. But it's just like Kobe just felt like he was like a Different part of when us. He's 40 years old or whatever, you know? Yeah. And like Kobe was going to have, like, he was still very much relevant in the news. Like it wasn't like he retired and you just kind of stopped hearing about him. Like, he was trying to change WNBA, like all that stuff he was doing. Like he was very relevant. His businesses were crazy. It's definitely one of those moments where like you could be 90 years old and freaking senile and you'll still remember where you were the moment you found out Kobe died. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there were like questions about it at first. Cause like TMZ reported it that there was like Kobe died and no one really believed it for like 10 or 15 minutes. Like it was, it took a few minutes for the news to like start talking about it. Because there were so many questions about the report and like, was it legit? Was it not? Who was on the like helicopter or whatever? So, yeah, that one was uh, talk about gut wrenching. That was uh, certainly not the greatest day we've ever had. Yeah, you really went miserable there. My God. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll take the trophy. Uh, my right lung's a little bit longer than my left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, B turn. Uh, I'd say get us going out on a happier note, but it's hard to be happy with anything we're drafting here. But mm-hmm. give us something. 2000, 2008 national title. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, I've done, I feel like I need to do another KU one just because I've done too many Chiefs. It's a KU pod. So, and this one really wasn't crazy depressing because we didn't play very good, but I was there. Um, the Jinx, the Jinx master was there too. His name's Cole oh, Peterson. Jesus. We should have um, had him on for this one. <laughs> but um, Villanova in 16. I mean, I don't think that team was clear-cut favorites, but it still had all those dudes on there that we loved and 
Frank Devontae for Devontae to foul out. Um, Without kinda, committing a foul. Yeah. Just not having him late in the late in that game. Um, would have been another Final Four, and it was kind of that stretch where we, what, we lost three straight uh, Elite Eight games or two straight. Yeah, lost two straight almost. Two, lost. and then we beat. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. That one was tough just because, God, Perry was on fire all year. We had some – crazy fun games that year both Oklahoma games the one at Allen was one of the craziest ever um and Perry was money all year he only had two points I think against Nova Wayne that was Wayne's probably not even a dog on him but his only good year at KU he was really good his junior year and I don't know that one just hurt I thought um I don't, we just didn't play very well I guess yeah, yeah. I mean I don't know if, if it adds into your guys's like equation or not of how sad it was but the fact that nova went on to win it too that kind of like sucks yeah like a game you, a game you think you should have won a team you think you should have beat goes on to do what you think you should have done it just kind of adds to it we said like that 2018 ku nova game was a national championship like you look back on that like that 2016 ku nova game like i really do think those two teams were playing the best in like we played good up until then we killed mm-hmm. like we were Maryland good, good. Uh, so it did feel like in Villanova was hot too. They had just absolutely destroyed somebody in Sweet 16. And so it did kind of feel like, okay, these are the, it just sucked because I remember Nova should have got a one seed that year or they were very much in contention. Super for close. Speed. And for them to end up in our region, it just, I remember thinking like, it's such bullshit that arguably the two best teams in the country played in the Elite yeah. Eight. Uh, Weren't there some shitty teams in that Final Four? Like wasn't Syracuse like a 10 seed or something? The thing is, Nova did have to play Oklahoma, and they absolutely—that's who it was. They did what they did to us. That's yeah. Yeah. That made it hurt worse because, like, we we thought we were getting the OU rematch Mm because OU had won round three a night, and we were like round three. We should have got it in the freaking Big Twelve championship game, but Buddy's buzzer beater got called off. Like, uh, which is still a federal crime that they called that off, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it's just one of those you bring up like storybook endings. It was one of those where like the book movie just didn't end how it was supposed to end. It was just brutal mm-hmm. to lose that game. So and that's uh that's another like prime college years game, like where we're just yep. freaking diehards like in Lawrence. You, you right get to say you're going to KU if they win it all and I don't know. Yeah, that was tough. because uh, that year I I really I can't say no I thought we were a lot better than Nova, but twenty eighteen they were better than us, so yeah. I just thought we were better than them, and our best player didn't play very well. They had a really good game plan. I mean, Jay Wright's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, that was – that's a good pick. I mean, as we say these, it brings up anger. Like, they all mm. – I've kind of blocked those out as being bad, like Bucknell and that one. But, like, you start to talk about it and you really think about those teams, it's just like, oh, my God, man. The amount of times Bill Self has lost games that he just shouldn't have lost is just maddening. But – Villanova was good. Um, you guys have honorable mentions? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the one I almost went with, uh, A.B., after you said yours, but losing to your friends in Little League. Like, you know when you're younger yeah. and you have, like, a rivalry <laughs> with, with a team in your same town? 2013 GABL. 2013. <laughs> But, like, just having to show up to school the next day after losing to, like, your friends or somebody you go to school with was mm-hmm. absolutely brutal. I remember I'd always try and not go to school uh, because of the loss. So, that one, when I think of just pure pain, 
that comes to mind. What's uh, what's one of your honorable mentions? Um, this one, I'll give credit to, I think it was either Cole or Casey that said it. Because um, <clears throat> I was bouncing some ideas around off people earlier. And cheating. they, that's not cheating, it's just using resources. <laughs> this one was off the wall. I'm curious to hear you guys' opinions on it. It's not really one moment, but it's kind of one thing that led to like a butterfly effect. Tyus and Jaleel going to Duke and then going to win a national championship at Duke. Because we thought we had them. We were convinced yeah. they were coming to KU. And we got stuck with Cliff and we stunk. And then Duke gets lucky and Wisconsin beats Kentucky in the final four. And they get the national championship without having to play that Kentucky team at all. So I didn't think it was quite good enough for me to take, but I thought it was at least interesting to bring up on a KU pod. It did suck. It sucked a lot. I wouldn't put it in mm-hmm. my top 30, but it's, yeah, that did suck because it, it felt like he, they were the different, like that kind of set the tone for whether or not that KU team was going to compete for a national title or not compete for a national title. Like you could just tell <laughs> Frank was a sophomore. He was our starting point guard. Like that team just wasn't going to win a natty that year. But if we get them, we could have. So yeah, it's an interesting pick. What about yeah, 09 KU Colorado football? That's on my list. That's what I was going to say. That is the game where I'm convinced if they don't call that offensive pass, that pick play offensive pass interference, I'm convinced we win that game. I'm convinced the season goes well. Mangino doesn't get fired. And we are a consistent football program winning seven games a year. I just, yeah, just, just to make sure everyone knows, we were 5 and 0 in that game, lost, finished 5 and 7, haven't won more than three games. Five and zero, oh, and we lose seven straight when we should have won at Colorado. We were uh, getting like college game day talks for the next game. Reasing was getting Heisman talks. Mm-hmm. Like Reasing was balling out, and then yeah, we. It's a senior year. I should have used that one. Allen's gonna be so mad if we didn't do more KU football. Like Allen, it would have been like Allen's list would be like uh, Rice KU football 2012. <laughs> Sam McGuffey beat us. Yeah. Um, uh, that that would have been a tough one on the graphic though because you really have to explain that one for like i feel like a lot of the people that are going to vote in this to like you, you know. had to be like die hard ku football fan like understanding like that season that game really did flip that year like it was mm-hmm. just nothing has been the same since truly that was yeah. we had reached like ku football has truly gone completely downhill ever since and gotten worse so yeah with no was- end in sight <laughs> You want they to fight that one. They had won two bowl games in a row, and then it's every freaking person's favorite player in school history's senior year. Yeah. And they're five and zero, oh, and yeah, nothing like the Missouri game we should have won, at least finished six and six. But yeah, yeah, they were terrible the rest of the year. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, another one I had was LeBron signing with Miami. Um, and it's not just because he signed Miami. It's more that he didn't sign with the Bulls because I think if LeBron and Wade go to Chicago and play with Rose, they win rings. I don't hate LeBron as much as I do right now. Ryan and I get into far fewer arguments. Um, that, that butterfly effect is just huge, and I'm just a much happier person with the Chicago basketball Bulls. So. I had, uh, really, the NBA in general. I had LeBron 2011 Mavs. Like, I'm so pissed that we are not – awaiting LeBron tying MJ this year for six rings because he lost to the freaking JJ Barea in the Mavs. Like I know. Barea. Okay, that's yeah. JJ Barea, they beat, uh, they beat Mario Chalmers in the heat. Yeah, I know. It's nice. Kidding, but I always <laughs> just look at that team and I'm like, my God, but yeah, that one was on my list. To be uh, fair though. He, he had some good fortune go back his way though with championships. Yeah. 
as far as like Ray Allen hitting that shot. So he can view it as a watch. What did you have any ones that you almost said that you didn't? Yeah. Um, I was going to just, I was going to say chiefs Titans, um, 21, three at half. We didn't score the rest of the game. Brutal. The penalty on DJ and then yeah, Mario to catching that pass scoring. And then I don't know if the, the Titans one, I don't know how you feel AB, but did the Titans one hurt worse or the Steelers one where, where they kicked six field goals and we basically tied the game. They called up holding on Fisher and should have went to OT and then just sucks because you never know what yeah. would have happened. They would have been in the AFC championship at home. All right, so. Steelers for sure for me just because of it happened around later. Like we just set a bye. Yeah. Um, so like going to a conference championship game um, would have been dope. But I, I'll make an argument that the Titans one was an okay thing. Like at that point, we wow. knew we knew that we were moving on from Alex. And I'm not saying we weren't going to if we win that game. But, like, it makes it harder to move on from him after the season Alex had. He wins a playoff game. Who knows what happens the next round. Like, it, we probably still moved to Mahomes. But it was it was definitely talked about as a question more than people remember, I think. Like, it wasn't a sure thing Mahomes was going to start his second year. There were still talks that we might stick around with Alex and give it another run. So, um, I think that's probably part of the reasoning why that Steelers won her worse. And then um... – you bringing up Kobe kind of brought me back to Giordano like that. I think that was yep. the most heartbroken I've been like outside of losing a game, like just seeing a kid mm -hmm. die. Like that was just terrible. Yeah. yeah. So when I, when I said, if I didn't know if I should go local or global, he was the local one. It was going to be a death. I wrote him down. I didn't want to get that dark. I didn't know we were going that way. AB, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he was, that one sucked a lot. Like that was the first time yeah. I think any of us, in our lifetime had like an athlete in their prime that we followed die like yeah right? i don't i don't think that's happened so yeah I like uh, jose fernandez happened pretty recently around there too um mm -hmm. that's that's baseball so like mm -hmm. diehard baseball fans wouldn't really care but like i love that fucking dude so yeah but so, they happened within like six months or a year of each other i think yeah it was nuts um i'm gonna rattle off three take it or leave it i had uh, KUK State football 2019 is sellout. Our hopes are high. We think the program might be on the uptick. We're feeling good, and we just show up and get absolutely destroyed for the entire game. Never had a chance. And ever since then, program's been back complete trash. We've never been lower than we are right now. So that one was there. Uh, the streak ending. I didn't want to – I don't know. I don't – we were actually together the night the streak ended and it was one of those where it just, you knew it was happening. So it like didn't really matter, but that one was just very disappointing. Like that was something we grew up on. Like the streak was a part of our freaking mm -hmm. childhood. And for that to end was just pretty sad. It was like having a, a, a best friend die. It was just the streak was the best. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, the streak was like, um, I don't know. It was a part of your childhood and it's gone ripped away. Um, you're going uh, your bike breaking or something. Jesus, I put uh, I put, yeah, best friend dying aggressive. Uh, I put dope getting hurt in that year with Diedrich and them because that team with dope man, they I, yeah. I think we probably learned that Grimes wasn't good enough and LeGerald had his issues, but like, if who knows, that team was undefeated and really good. And if yeah. Dope doesn't get hurt, 
what does that team do? So I always think back to that one. And also Embiid's back injury, that one sucks too. To think if we just get past Stanford, what happens? Thanks. That's my car for that one, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, honorable minute, I know it just happened. The Super Bowl the other day. I'm I mean, as far done. as like – You guys didn't say that. Well, it, the game – it, I mean, I kind of, it kind of had the vibe like once they scored first that it just, we were kind of overmatched that night, but more of like a legacy thing. Like, I think we're going to talk about that game in 20 years when Pat's all said and done with like four rings. It's just impossible for him to catch Brady now, as far as consensus. Like, people are going to say it if he gets three, four, five. Like, oh, Pat was way better than Brady was. But as far as like accomplishments go, and like, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like LeBron over Jordan. Like, you know, that there's a group of people that will never say LeBron's better than Jordan until he catches him in rings. Yeah. That's a good point. And it's like After now, now Pat's going to have to get eight rings when it's just, I mean, even if he ties Brady, it's not going to matter because Brady beat him head to head. Yeah. It's so it's like, I think it hurts me more in that matter than it does as far as like the game in general. Cause the game, yeah, we dropped a few touchdowns, but I mean, we got our fucking dicks kicked in. And you're still like in that honeymoon phase of last year's Super Bowl. Like, right. And I know we're going to get more. Yeah. You or have chances to win more. Hopefully. I mean, I'm sure Packers fans said the same shit. So, yeah. But Chiefs but they've, they've had chances. To, I mean, it's it's not like, you know, like, like I think it would have hurt more for the Bucks if they would have lost because if the Bucks lose that game, Brady's got one more year left, maybe two more years left. It's like this was kind of their window where they had to get it done. Yeah. Whereas the Chiefs, like, yeah, it hurts Pat's legacy down the road, but it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe it is crazy that two big Chiefs fans left off the fucking Super Bowl loss out yeah. of, like, a top five thing, but I, I, I don't know. People are going to question that, but I think if you listen to the pod and hear us out on how we got to everything, it'll make sense. Like, Yeah. Um, breaking news, Duke just lost again to Notre Dame. Yeah, I hate to see it. They're under 500 now, aren't they? Eight and ten. Duke is seven and eight. Like they're not making the tournament. You hate them and Kentucky both out. You really do. Wow. Um, uh, B turn. You got any other that you wanted to throw out there before we hop off of here? I didn't want to talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I also I, I wrote down Roy leaving KU. It, it turned out fine, but at that moment, I think that was a very dark time for KU fans. Fresh off a loss, uh, and your coach leaves, but yeah. After he says he doesn't give a, what do you say? I don't give a shit about North Carolina. Yep. The thing that shocked, thing that shocked me the most about this episode was um, Anthony Bax not having a Chisholm or a Late the South game on his list. <laughs> Can you imagine? Here's, here's the thing. 2012, Late the South, Adelaide the East, or something well, like that. South never lost the East when I was there in anything. So that that's the problem, though, is the schools that I rooted for, they all won everything. I'm shocked. Chisholm won four fucking city championships when I was there. <laughs> South so, won fucking state in football. I'm shocked we didn't get any Derrick Rose, Chicago Bulls type stuff from you. It was on the list. Der- Derrick Rose, when he tore his ACL in 2012, you're up, you're up 12 points. You're the, I, I genuinely think that team beats the Heat that year. I genuinely do. That team was way better than the year before. And it's just like, you're up 12 in game one against an eight seed. Why is Derrick Rose still in the game? Tom Thibodeau, man, what he does. And it's, it's, it's just, that was just more like, what the fuck, you know? But, yeah. yeah, I mean, they haven't been good since, so it's tough. 
right. it's just like there's such like a step down as far as like care level with like KU Royals Chiefs and then Bulls and Blackhawks so yeah yeah that's true I uh man I want to say this was fun but it was pretty depressing and sad like I expected but it was interesting to kind of hear us talk through um how each one impacted us differently um to recap I've got these all written down and I will just go through the list I have KU Syracuse 03, KU Michigan 2013, Royals game seven loss, KU Villanova 2018, KU Bucknell. AB has KU Oregon, COVID canceling the tournament, which is just a great pick. Pick of the draft. KU Mizzou at Arrowhead. Uh, not being pro, realizing you're not being a pro athlete as a kid. I don't know how I'm going to word that when I make this graphic. And then mm-hmm. Kobe's death. AB's all over the place, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, that's a uh, W. Uh, and B turn goes KU VCU. Uh, was your second one AFC Championship D Ford offsides? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Thirty-eight to ten loss. KU Northern Iowa and KU Nova twenty sixteen. I think they're all good lists. I think it'll be very interesting to see how people vote. It's just obviously, uh, I mean, a lot of KU and Chiefs fans follow us. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, and it'll be interesting to see how people relate to AB's pro athlete thing, but that could be the difference maker. Yeah. But the, I think the Kobe thing and the Kobe thing hit everyone. And then the tournament, I mean, all of our people are going to love that one. The tournament getting canceled. It's cheap, cheap, baby. You had a chance to take it. I didn't want to get that dunk. Oh, Kobe. Oh, I thought you meant COVID. Oh, I guess both. That one's that one's just a good pick. That was a good strategic pick. It was on. I was gonna pick it. I just didn't think you guys would. I, 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 I don't know. Didn't expect it. But all right, should we wrap this thing up? Let's do it, sweet. Yeah, unless you want to talk Oklahoma State, but I don't know. I'll just say this. I think Marcus has looked really good. I think Dave's looked really good, and I think we're gonna win our next four, and we're gonna go into Texas with a chance to beat Texas because. I don't know. I'm not sold. Bill Self will get swept by uh, Shaka. Texas is on the down wave. They're struggling a little bit. Just saying. I'm not counting it out. Let's please at least win the next three. I mean, Jesus. You would hope so. If we don't, yeah, the season's over if we don't. So you could argue these um, are must-win must games. Yeah. One more thing before we get out, uh, not to make it more sad. Rest in peace, Tress Paler. What a guy. All you guys know from Chiefs coverage, uh, that news broke right before we hopped on. So, uh, more sad news coming out of 2020, 2021. But. Absolutely brutal. Just crazy. So young, yeah. 37. Oh, man. Had Absolute stud. Pedro Gomez stuff break. Like, just a mm-hmm. crazy sad week. So, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace for sure. Um, all right. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, we will put up the poll of who we or we'll put up a poll with a graphic of who we picked. Uh, go vote. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Next year I'll be in your top five, and I'm definitely not talking about my space. Let's get it, Joker. Okay. Every morning while you go to Starbucks to get coffee, I be at the bank like get this cash off me. My car's so new, but my money's so old. My grill ice out, so my barbecue's cold. 
Three, two, one, blast off, you bastards. Spaceship doors, my garage is NASA. Hedgehog game, I am much faster. You are a lizard, I am a raptor. When I hit the club or the stage, I party hard. Witness hoes naked like every day was Mardi Gras. See, I'm 17 and I have an accountant. You're 17, but you get an allowance. When I see pussy, I'm pounding. What else would you expect from the Joker? Clowning, banking over here. What you want to drink? Honey blow stacks, so it's like I give head to my money. I'm a studio geek, Urko Net Flanders. Car sits low, chameleon salamander. Joker, peace, lots of sell three white girl trunk stand, Marshall Mathis LP. Even my haters secretly they felt me. Last name West, there is nothing you can tell me. I am super sexy in my black tee on my white beat. Burn so many trees, Smokey Bear doesn't like me. Let's be honest, who really wanna fight me? You can throw balls, but I bet you won't strike me. Look into the future, see me in that Bentley. Check my bank account, don't I have plenty? My hoes won't fuck you, they're so stingy. I would acknowledge you, but I'm not friendly. Boys in the hood flow, South Central rhyme, Godfather delivery. Scarface mind, basically what I'm saying is I'm one of a kind. If you're thinking about bailing me, you're thinking about dying. Fakes, phonies. Please stop trying, I parade my gangster. What are you implying? She can feel my bone all on her spine. Orgasm, back spasm, she's straight crying. I fuck with ladies, I won't even watch horse. Don't shake hands, cause you probably didn't watch yours. This shit is easy, I could do it in my slumber. And I make so much money, I should have a pin number. Dumb and dumber, where is your hunger? Veggie eat, bitch, here's my cucumber. Close your mouth, listen to me thunder. I am a pirate, I'm throwing my plunder. Black Pearl gangster, Southside legend. You're gonna need a notebook for all these lessons. Teacher, preacher, deacon, reverend. Whole damn Kenmore in my bezel. I am the greatest there will ever be. Me to the rap game is like fat back to peace. Chopper, semi, cocky, blasted. I flip birds, blue jay, gymnastic. Street cred test, I motherfucking passed it. At least 20 grand in one of these elastics. I really don't like when the haters throw soda. I am the shit, please pass the emodium. AD play me, you couldn't do it safely. I control the rock, call me the new Jay Z. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com